from the top. From the top to drop. the bottom. Let it drop with that wet ass pussy. Wow. Friends and enemies, <laughs> welcome <laughs> no, to can't start on that. <laughs> That's incredible. Content catch up. Friends and enemies, welcome to another episode of the Content Catch Up. Michael, it's a pleasure to see you today. How are you? Oh, Jules, it's great to see you too. Thank you for having me on this podcast. I've been wanting to do it for a while. I'm good, thank you. Um, just got back from the dub Wait. last night in Geelong, as as we know. Big win. So life's good. Yeah. How how's karaoke? How's karaoke? You went last night out it, for a bit of birthday celebrations. It was spectacular, Michael. It was um, look. I was a bit hesitant, a bit nervous. You know, there's a bit of COVID floating around. I don't know if anyone's heard, but uh, I uh thought, nah, fuck it. You only turn 30 once and you've got to enjoy it. And if I'm going to enjoy it, I'm going to do the things that I like doing. And we went to karaoke. And it's fair to say that um, before I got there and before I sang, it, it was dead. But then I got up onto that stage. That and was let me difference. tell you, I put on the performance. I put bums in seats. It was me. That's, that's incredible. Um, were there any yeah. vision? Uh, there's a lot of Snapchat vision floating around, but thankfully that's that will all be gone in the next 24 hours. Okay. Um, I don't think there's any saved vision. Well, I'm sort of glad that I had a game on because you know me, that's my worst nightmare. Um, even listening to you, I think fun. would have been yeah. awful. Yeah, having fun for you is, is not... Okay. <laughs> Just fun yeah, in general. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, thanks for yeah. that. Um, no, but it was good. It was, um, yeah, it was good to see everyone. Saw um, our good friend Coco. Oh, he, he showed us for once. That's good. Didn't come up to the he, last thing. He did. Yeah, he um made a he got the lovely Chloe to to drop him off. Of course he Chloe. did. Chloe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was good to see everyone. Um and thanks to everyone for the birthday messages throughout the week. Um I feel like I've got back to most people, but if I haven't, um appreciate you taking the time out to to drop me a little bit of a, a message. Yeah, no, good good call. Um, I'm glad we got a bit of love for you because I know you didn't want that attention, but it's important we celebrate it. Um, and just on yeah, just on that note, 30 years old. Um, what's it like? Yeah, are you are you one of those people that don't like talking about it, or are you quite comfortable in your own skin, Julian Wallace? Uh, look, I'm I'm struggling. Oh, Jesus, it's gonna get deeper. I'm we can a little bit part. sad, a little <laughs> bit sad about. <laughs> turning 30 i think like i um yeah covid is kind of like feels like it's taken the last couple of years of my 20s away from me but that's beside the point i feel very lucky to have a lot of people in my life that i are worth you know are willing to celebrate 30 years with me and be a part of it so fuck that did get um, serious yeah, important sad but important milestone and we've got to realize like it's not just about me is it well no, but in the same breath, I think everyone's had the same thoughts. We've had like three years taken away from us. So, I mean, people say 30 yeah. is your best years of your life. So, get your positive energy back up. Well, I I heard, uh, heard a, a saying the other day, and I don't know whether I agree with it, but it was 20s are for learning and 30s are for earning. So, it's time don't to mind. start earning, I reckon. <laughs> don't mind that. Could be taken in a few ways. Earn respect, earn money, be. and there's a whole... Cash, cash, cash. Yeah, I mean, if your head goes straight to cash, that's fine. But there's you could take that multiple ways. Um, I reckon 30 is going to be great 
decade for you. I think you're going to do wonderful Thank things. You. You're going to create. Thanks. We're going to create an NFT together. We talked about that before. This is bullshit. This is the, like the t- t-shirt thing all over again. It's like we're going to create <laughs> you're it. You're going to. <laughs> okay, you're going to create it. I don't. We should just make the Michael Scott thing an NFT. That'd be cool, actually. Should we get on to what we've had planned to talk about today? Yeah. It was a good good intro. Um, probably didn't talk about my not myself enough about the Geelong trip, but that's all right. I you you talked about it before. Go on. Do you want to, any highlights from your drive down there? Uh, not really. I had a few guests in the car. I played a bit of taxi, but it was fine. Good team bonding with Critter and Gab. Shout out both of them. Um, no, good, good result. Good. I always like the away trips. I think they're one of the more enjoyable parts about working in the sporting club, but, um, good result. Good times. We move on. GMHBA stadium. Lovely to always go down there. Absolutely. Second time being there. It's not as bad as people make out to be. The stadium's nice. No, it's just Geelong that gets Geelong's a bad a place route. to be. Absolutely. So, Jules, I was talking to someone during the week, and we're going to keep this confidential. Yep. No names. Well, you can give them a name if you want, but it won't be the real name. Anyway, so I was talking to this person. Um, we go on a lot about this show. Sorry. For this show, we go on a lot about putting yourself out there. I found an interesting conversation with unnamed person during the week that they went through an interview process with a sporting club in Australia. And part of the difference of not... Um, getting the role was that they were quite private on social media in terms of content about themselves. So they had the skills, but part of the feedback, and I believe due to circumstances, fitting into the culture of the team was very important at the time. And because they were quite hidden on socials, that was part of the reason they didn't get the job. And I think really about you, I think, yeah, but I, I think I said part of the reason I'm not going to okay. say it was the reason because it, it wasn't. Um, but I just thought that really reflects how important it is to be comfortable showing who you are because I think a lot of people, a lot of employees value people over skills. You can teach skills. You can't teach the person you are. And I think that's sort of the message I got from that. But what do you, th- like, what do you think of that? Do you not, do you not like it? Because I personally actually did like it. Um, again, like if there's more than one reason as to why they're not, there were, getting the that job wasn't yet, the soul. Yeah. Yeah. It was just part okay. of it that I took well, that, out of it. That's fine. Um, I don't know. I, I actually speaking about this recently, um, with someone as well, um, on the back of like when we had Patty on and we were talking about how, um, how willing and how open they are on their social media about like the work that they do and all that kind of stuff. And for some people, especially maybe perhaps older people are not saying like super old, but like older, a generation gone by, like it was always frowned upon to share your work and like to really promote stuff. It was always like club account first and then your own, um, your own account. So in that sense, like people still a little bit apprehensive about mm. it, I think like, oversharing because you, you've got this sense of like well if i'm putting the best work on my own account like it should be going onto the the main account or whatever it might be does that does that kind of make sense sorry but i feel like that, I'm, no that that makes sense maybe like but yeah. this this was more not from the club perspective so this is more from the freelancer trying to get into the world of um okay. like a, a full-time job with a sporting club let's say so this is from the perspective of 
your Instagram feed feed is out unreal. You've got all the skills, like really love your work. But mm. one of our priorities is culture and there's no basically there's no identity behind the account. We actually don't know who you are. Um Oh. Yeah, like Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I thought you meant like they were um they're just not putting enough of their own work. No, no, no. Plenty of their own work, but they can't see who's behind oh. The, the face behind who's creating their own work. So they they don't really, they can't really see their personality basically. So I know the- in- Nah, stinky. Stinky? Don't, don't like it? Stinky. Hate it. That's so bad. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was more like if it was, I can see the argument of like, oh, we don't know your personality, but like people have different online personalities as well. Like that doesn't mean- anything i feel like that's a real lazy way of saying that we don't want to take the time to to work out who you are i think yeah i think you're probably taking it more as a main point of not getting the role but let me just emphasize that it was just a a factor so it's not i don't mm. i don't believe from my conversation with this person that was the main thing it was just a factor and i think it's just one to take that if you're uncomfortable doing it it's probably going to help you with some roles i think it's fair to say yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is why I wanted uh, yeah. to bring it up with you because it's 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 it, it, different people take it differently, and I thought the feedback was fine. I think that's fine to be realistic. If you're not sure of the person who you're hiring, and the interview process maybe didn't give you, I don't know. Surely an interview with a person would be enough. But if you wanted to see more of, it, it's going to be dependent on the role. If you want to see more of the person who's actually creating content for you and how they're going to fit into the team culture, I think that's fine to tell them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. We can move I'm on. I'm not sold on. That's fine. That's no, I'm not sold on that as like a um a factor to not get the role. As a, a, a yeah, a factor to not get a role or even be considered as part of the role. Like I think you can look at social media, and if you're an absolute wanker on social media, maybe that's a, a red flag. But I don't think lack of presence from a personality point of view should be considered. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's, that's, that's my opinion. That's fair yeah. enough. That's interesting. Let us know what you think, listeners. I want to hear what other people think. Yeah. So who is the person? <laughs> I'm not displaying that. <laughs> Come angels. on. It wasn't me. No, I've I'm, got a personality on social media. It's a wanker. I'm far more comfortable keeping this <laughs> confidential. <laughs> All right, we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. We'll might keep a recording. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a few. You got a few things you saw during the week, Jules. Yeah, I've got a bit of content to talk about this week. Um, we're going to try and roll through these pretty quickly, just because we gave you about a four-hour episode last week. So we'll keep this short and sweet. Just some things that I've noticed that have been pretty cool. Um, first one up, box is from our friend uh, David Sosner. Yes, um, from the Phoenix game. Or is it of a player campaign? So, yeah, campaign. Um, it's of a player campaign. Um, just like a lot of cool different moments, nice edits, mixes of um, photos and videos, just showing personality, cool transitions, just a nice little piece by David, but sure, probably shouldn't be surprised that he's putting out good work, really. No, he's one of the honestly one of the best in the game, and um, I saw this during the week, and I, I thought it's cool that um, the player wanted it and posted it, and again, credit, touched on credit last week. Yep. Yep. It's an important one. If you're an athlete, remember it. Yep. Um, second one I've got here. Um, 
And again, for anyone listening at home, um, all these links will be available via the spreadsheet and also I'll send them out in the email as well. Um, so it's nice and easy. Pinned on our Twitter, just 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 a reminder, the spreadsheet's pinned on our Twitter if you uh, yes. don't remember where it is. Carry on. Absolutely. Uh, this one's awesome. Um, I don't know if it's this person has produced it, um, Steph, their name is, uh, but it's for Luca Doncic. Is, I spend a that's, lot of time watching basketball that's this week. spot on. Um, Luca Doncic's first triple-double of the year. Again, this is just like a, an unreal edit. So it's I, – I don't even know how to describe it. They've like cut up um, footage of Luca getting this triple-double and made it as in like a – this really kind of NFT looking oh, wow. edit. And at the end of it, they like right click it. It's very like meta. It's like, am I, I'm watching the edit and they like save it as a thing to their desktop. It's just really cool. And it's nice transitions as well. Some fresh ideas for video producers potentially. Like if you're looking to try something different, mm. um, this is really cool. Motion graphics area rather than just producing highlights from the game. Yeah, they're like rotoscoped it yeah. out. I think that's yeah. the term. And they're like, yeah, it's sweet. Cool. Um, really cool edit. So, Steph, uh, if you've done this, this is unreal. Jeez, we are flying through these bikes. We Here's another it. one. We love it. Here's another one I prepared You're earlier. You're on fire. Um, I, I don't know what this one Steph is. Steph Curry, is... let me just load it. Hang on. We are oh, there. Oh, it's Steph Curry. But something that we probably didn't touch on, like... Um, it's one thing like athletes posting about themselves or like um, shouting out oh, content yeah. uh, like producers. But how good is it when an athlete gets behind another athlete? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's cool. So background, Clay Thompson been out of the game. He's, oh, sorry, Clay Thompson is Steph Curry's teammate, Golden State Warriors. He's been out of the game for two years. Um, NBA sort of made his return play day. And as you're about to tell us, Steph Curry's teammate posted a highlight reel or video montage basically celebrating the return of him. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Like it's um I can imagine Steph talking to his content producer and his content producer's like, okay, what do you want, Steph, this week? Do you want like more of you doing this? And he's like, No, nah, actually I want to do something really cool for um Clay. And it's it, it I can't remember whether it's got him narrating it. I, I, it does have him narrating it. So he, he's just talking about Clay and how excited he is to, to play with him again. It's rare these days to, you know, have somebody as pure as Clay, you know, feel every bit of what basketball brings to him. The game misses him. That first game back is going to be unreal. But this, it, it's probably like something, uh, could be a bigger discussion, Barks, but it's like, players thinking outside of the bubble again in terms of content and what's going to um, really perform well, number one, but also how they show their support for other teams and team members and get people excited about the game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, they're such a powerful tool in that and, like, hyping up their friends and, and teammates is is almost like the content could have been nothing, yeah. but it's just – it's good content and then it comes from a really cool – like area it's, it's also because the a lot of the time the players reach especially Steph Curry's is going to be so much bigger than the team's reach like I'm not saying mm. that was the difference of people getting around it because it of, of absolutely wasn't like it was massive anyway but a lot of the time if say Steph Curry posted a bit of a minor thing the reach that's going to get compared to a team is um unmatched so yeah like it's pretty cool 
it's just thoughtful content as well like obviously something exciting for all the fans to to see and to see that your favorite player might also be as excited yes. about it um is pretty impressive yeah agreed um so this is just australian open obviously it's coming up um soon i think it starts next week um except for our old mate novak who is uh not going anymore, <laughs> i don't think unless something changed poor novak um they've just started like doing a few things on their tiktok and i think it's just a, a very clever way to jump on the trend um and this one they're using like the ball kids to like you know that <laughs> are you new here yeah that's good actually <laughs> just watching it now um they didn't and then they've done another one um with i don't know this athlete's name but it's the um it's you know the head bopping one. Oh, yeah bop yeah. bop bop dup dup bop yeah yeah, they've just and it's. I think it's a, must be a famous tennis player. Sits Dapis. Oh boy, I don't I'm say that sure. too fast. So <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure about that, but you'll do better than me. At tits, that. tits, 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 I think that's a yeah. good call. We'll have a look. Um, it looks like they do. They've done a, a few more um, highlights and stuff. Um, I wonder if they will keep it along the like meme kind of area. Hopefully, yeah. Well, you'd think so. Fun. Judging by that. Yeah. Um, and then last one while we're on tennis, oh, suck this one in. NFTs. <laughs> An NFT just for you. Um, this is just really cool. I think. Like, I know you're big on the NFT thing at the moment. Box, but oh, I wouldn't say really. I'm big on it. <laughs> you're interested in it. I'm curious, yeah. Uh, but this is a really cool um, application, I guess, uh, or or way that you could use an NFT for an event. Like we were talking about it last week with Lockie um, about like what clubs and organisations could do in terms of like um, how they bring it into their sport. So what the Australian Open has done. Um, is that they've released um, 6,776 NFTs of like different Jeez. tennis balls um, and each of them are linked to an individual 19 centimeter, 19 centimeter plot on the court, which is really cool. So they've just gone into the metaverse. I don't even know. I feel like really old saying that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's pretty fucking sweet. Like the designs on the balls, number one, are, are pretty cool. I think like you t- tennis ball is probably not something you typically think of people customizing that much, would you? Um, no. But they've made it into art and they've made it really interactive. So I feel like this would be um, something to keep your eye on if you're into that that kind of thing or at least have a look into because, yeah, it, it's just really interesting. I'm... Um- so let's just go back to it. So they're linked to a 19 by 19 centimeter plot on the official Australian Open Court. What is so? Yep. What does plot mean in this context? So a plot is like a a square, right? Or like you know, it's got to sound bleak, but like of when you the, get buried, you get a plot. Like it's a your uh, allocation, yeah. Or when you buy a bit of land, it's a plot, right? So it's, it's a bit a, of the turf or the court. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then what they're doing, right, is that any winner that happens on your allocated plot will be updated into your nft collection you can also say apart from this tennis ball i've also got 
a, a forehand winner that's associated with uh, this ball. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's actually pretty cool. That's cool, isn't it? Um, it's a real. It's like hard to get your head around because yeah. it is quite like. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I've bought a virtual ball and I've also bought a <laughs> yeah. bit of virtual, like, yeah, I've, I've land. <laughs> yeah. And this I've got next, a... Uh, I'm just going to... Sorry, I was going to say, like, you said I was curious earlier, but this next level of content is just... It's it's just crazy. Like, what, yeah. think about this a few years ago or 10, five years ago, like, what you can actually do to buy this virtual ball that will no doubt cause a lot of um, attention from people wanting and... <laughs> And whoever a lot of money i don't, I just can't yeah. wrap my head around it i i can't wrap my head around it but it's such a like uh you're so right like it's unlocked a whole nother way of thinking for people about like how can we get involved in this and particularly for artists um and in the content creation space like let's bring it back to sport like well my graphics now have more value than just engagement or they might have yeah they've got something else that i can then build on like i'm not just creating stuff for the sake of creating it now i've got a reason or more of a reason to do it financially yeah no totally agree that that's really really cool and like um, we sort of talked about last week lucky about the first thing that afl is going to do that's sort of curious yep. what other what other sports and codes are going to do yeah liked it that, that, that that's conclude, my content michael that concludes your rap that was i, I enjoyed that but I, as we said a bit fast paced we'll get through them because you brought a lot of good shit to the table and we end with and nfts you, and you no, were worried nothing. that that i was going to bring nothing to the table here i am i really like i've you, rallied the today i've rallied a good balance story time with barks and jules actually got what we're talk, trying to talk about content. <laughs> all right jules so let's move on um this one's a... F- oh, sorry. I didn't even introduce the segment. We're talking eggs. Sorry. We're talking eggs of the week, everyone. Egg of the week. How could I bloody forget? Egg of the week. Um, oh, no, Matt. You've lost it today. Sorry about that. And... All right. So, my egg of the week, Jules, this week, we, uh, this got linked to me from Elise. Um, Dallas City Council... Um, you know, what's it, what's it called in like council meetings where anybody can take the stage and talk? I don't know what it's like called. Like an open floor or question time or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll call it that. Um, some dude got up and started rapping about COVID. I want you to give, oh it, to, give it a listen because <laughs> it got stuck in my head and it's the biggest, one of the biggest eggs I've seen. I was going to say this year, but that's like a couple of weeks. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. You got to vaccinate in the Lone Star State. Vaccination is so great. Vaccinate me all day long. Vaccinate your dad and mom. Vaccinate my body. Vaccinate me at the party. Oh, my God. And we'll put this. It's a <laughs> Give bit. Give me uh, that ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit. There's a few words we won't be able to put in the audio, but we'll, we'll link what we can because it's yeah. some serious talent. Oh, my God. This is. I don't, Vaccinate me in my thong. Oh my god! <laughs> it gets a bit. What raunchy. the hell is this? <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, the American. place to be. Oh my god! So, what was the, what was the point of this? Like, I don't know the did, point. Did he actually maybe, have a question at the end of it? No, maybe pro-vax. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my. That is, uh, that is an egg. But I also <laughs> enjoyable. Enjoyable, and tell me, we'll catch. Or tell me later if it gets stuck in your head. I was singing it. Vax and neat me in my thong. <laughs> Give me that out to you. <laughs> anyway, that whoever that was, you you madman. 
You mad man. Um, now my egg of the week. I'll piss um, off. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, now we you have to have some accountability here, Michael. <laughs> I'll take full accountability. I was pretty embarrassed. So. At the start of the show, Barks mentioned that he went down to GMHBA Stadium for the game this week. Um, We've got proof. And we got proof <laughs> because uh, if you were watching the Fox footy coverage of it and watched the post-match interview between uh, Maddie and Georgie Prisparkas, beautiful moment, by the way, a uh, very emotional moment where Maddie was talking about how good it is to play with her sister um, and the be wor- able to run out. One of out. the worst times to uh, probably do this, what you're about to show. Um, and then, so Maddie's getting quite emotional and then bang, in the middle, there he is, Michael <laughs> Barker, ladies and gentlemen, friends and enemies, here he is in the middle of the shot, it's not in the me. side, not, not, me and right now. not even like rushing, he's, <laughs> he, he's dead eyeballing the camera right now going like, nah, fuck terrible. you, I'm it- walking. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know, here comes Gab as well in your bright blue vest. It's at at one stage it looks like you're walking towards the camera. <laughs> so this this is actually shocking. I I was really dirty with myself that we did this because the background to it. So I mean, can we also touch on at least we're wearing the vest? That's what you're meant to wear if yeah, you're going to go vest. on the field. So you're not allowed on. I'm sure this is all fine to say. You're not allowed on the field unless um you're behind the boundary line or your team wins and you want to film the song. So. Me and Gab standing behind the boundary line. We see where the girls are standing. And I thought, I said to her, like, surely they'll come and sing closer to our side of the field with the players in the background that aren't uh, playing, like the, um, yeah, the reserves or whatever didn't get named. You can see them at the top of the shot. You can see them at the top of the shot. So I'm like, oh, sure, they'll do it here. So we're waiting at the boundary and then they start talking to the Prisparkas sisters and it's a beautiful moment. I say to Gab, like, I think we're going to have to, like they look like they're sort of circling and getting ready to sing over the song, the song over there. And then we start walking and I'm like, but the shot's literally right there. And then it was sort of just, I, I, I'll be honest, like back in my mind, I'm like, we're going to be in the shot. This is going to be terrible, but maybe the angle's slightly off or maybe they're covering where we're walking. Um, and I'd like to think that it's sort of made sure we got us the song, but no, we made sure we got the song, but it's probably just trying to make myself feel better. I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll follow up with this next week, and we'll see how much trouble Barks gets in <laughs> for not, this. He might not be. He that. might not have. A, he might have a job. <laughs> Worthy egg, though. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> I, it was happening in slow motion as well. Like yeah. if you watch it one more time, he's cool, literally calm, in the frame for like twenty <laughs> seconds. No stress. Oh, what? There he is. One, two, three, four. Put it online with the timer. Yeah, can we move on, Jules? You're enjoying this a bit too much for me. Oh dear, that's that's gotta be egg of the year. Almost. Bit selfish if it was egg of the year, but we'll take the we'll jot it down as the nominations. It's a good nomination. Um how about we go in the other direction, Michael? Yeah, let's do it. And we go the boss of the week. Boss of the week, boss of the week. Let's do it, Jules. Um, I'll kick us off. What have you got for us? Oh, so I've got. um, You click that link in front of you, but probably you don't need it too much. But so 
Um, well, sticking with Formula One and Two, actually. So during the week, it was announced that um, the first ever esports driver. Now, let me just have a get go at pronouncing this guy's name. Oh, actually, I don't know if I want to. Kem Kabassi? No, I don't. No idea. Um, anyway, he was an esports driver for whatever the equivalent of um, motorsport or F1 or F2 is for video games. So he did that professionally in the world of esports. And during the week, he got announced as an actual F2 driver, unreal. which is which is pretty unreal. And he credits, well, he basically says that without his esports skills and experience, he wouldn't have got there. So I just thought, what a bloody impressive thing to do. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like, how do you go from playing video games professionally to jumping in the car and being a professional? And who knows how good he is or will be. Like, imagine if he went to F1. Um, in in five years as well. Like Five years, yeah. That's crazy to think. Like, so I don't know. Formula 2 have put up a nice little carousel on Instagram basically telling his story. But um, that's the... That's the brief of it. Um, yeah, with the pretty cool one and stuff. Yeah, with that's the really cool. Imagine like, yeah, this is that real one. I think we spoke about it with Cripsy once as well. But like, old school mentality saying, "Oh, you can't do anything playing video games like video games." Yeah, video games. anyway, anyway it's just a massive call. like. Well, actually, <laughs> that's a great. Here example. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shouts Cripsy because that was his line as well. That when yeah. he used to play video games and his parents were sort of. I'm sure a lot of parents have been like this. They're like, oh, what are you doing? It's not going to get you anywhere. Well, big stuff yeah. for you from Mr. I can't yeah. pronounce his name. Yeah, it's uh, a fair, I think it's Chem Bolok Basi. Are you going to go with that? Um, yeah, go for, go for it. Go for that Turkish, I think. So, yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's a really cool find. Good on you. Thanks. Uh, submitted by Elise once again. So, I really oh haven't brought God. anything to the show. You, what have you done this week, honestly? <laughs> Fuck it out. I don't think my mind works during the hot weather. Neither does my laptop. No, leave your laptop. Um, now, my, my boss of the week, um, Barks, I'm not sure if you saw this during the week, but for everyone playing along at home um, who's not oh, too yeah, aware I of did. what's going on <laughs> um, with um, of Novak Djokovic, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. We don't really know. Um, but someone, I mean... Egg for the person that leaked this because I feel like people should be able yeah, to have private conversations without without it. But thank you also because we've got this great bit of content <laughs> yeah. from um, Mike Amor and Rebecca Madden, I think their names are, um, who are Channel 7 news hosts. Um, and in between the break, they're like obviously off air, but they're discussing whatever um, what's happening with Novak. And they just have this really like brutally honest com- conversation where I think Rebecca calls Novak a sneaky arsehole Lots and Mike Abel, yeah, Mike Abel just calls him a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah. they, they just go back to reading the news. Like. Novak Djokovic is a lying, sneaky asshole. Yeah, you said it well. Like whoever leaked it, that's real. That like that's really bad. But like, yeah, at the same time, like it's it's I don't know. It's it's pretty bad um, from both sides of it. But good good little you. Who are you bossing? I'm bossing you guys, Mike Amor and Rebecca Madden, because that's probably (laughs) the most real news we've had like from Channel Seven in a long time. Like it was fucking great 
I reckon they should Access. just have news like that 24 <laughs> 7. I would watch it. You like, wanna, can you imagine? You want to make your uh, TikToks go off just the behind the scenes stuff that doesn't, these are meant to get leaked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I've got one more boss. I'm just trying to find the exact details of it. Okay. So I, I don't need to share my screen or anything, but um, I found the actual, actual thing. Here it is. So we've touched on this relationship and it's there's great relationships in sport, obviously. Like we just saw one with Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson. Splash Brothers, I think they call them. Um, yeah. But I'm not... Another one that we've always come back to is Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. You might remember them. They did that great um, mobile phone ad together at the Super Bowl last year. But how's this for ultimate friend? So to get in his contract this year, um, Rob Gronkowski had to have a certain amount of catches and a certain amount of receiving yards and he'd get a million dollars in bonuses, right? Sure, why not? That's what's in his contract. So it came down to their last regular game of the season um, late last week or the week before, and um, Gronk was like short yardage by like 85 yards and needed seven more catches. So Tom Brady, this game's iced, right? Like it's done. They've won. They're in the playoffs. You'd think pull off your star players, star quarterback. No one wants any injuries. We're going to hit the playoffs fine. Tom Brady remembers that Gronk is a little bit short on these bonuses mm. and is like, nah, fuck it. I'm going back out there. And he exclusively threw to Rob <laughs> or Gronkowski. So he gets his extra seven catches and his extra yardage and he gets his bonus. That's hilarious. Did the defenders like let him or catch on to it? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't think they like the opposition let him. But like, I think the team just like, were like, whatever. I'll. I'll wear this like yeah, That's go pretty get your cool. catches. That's pretty um, cool. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, it's quite funny. Just it's it's really cheeky, isn't it? You, uh, yeah, you'd see other examples of that in sport. NBA is a good one with triple doubles. Not that the um, like letting your teammate get rebounds, but it's sort of like <laughs> if you're going to offer these, if you're going to offer these uh, bonuses, then we're going to exploit it. Yeah, was it? Um, who's the player that always gets rebounds? Is it Carmelo Anthony? And oh, he like yells really fuck aggressively. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he literally tells teammates to fuck off. Um, oh, all right, that's that's been boss of the week. And well, that 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 you look like you're about to Wait, say something. What about Mike Dup? No, no, no addition of Mike Dup this week, unless no, you saw something. Are you kidding? That's a great example. Ex- really? Okay. Oh, well, did you? Nah, don't worry. About have you got it? it? I'll save it. <laughs> no, what? Go on, don't leave, don't leave us hanging. It's another, it's another cricket one. Ah, oh. I'll uh, nah, don't well, you can I'll, leave I'll, it. I'll leave it, leave it for another. Right. I'll leave St- it for next week. Stay tuned. I'll try to um, I'll try to find one to match it because we'll bring Mike yeah. up back next week. It's not going to be every Mike week up. like like our beloved egg and bosses of the week. So it's it's all right. Cool your cool your jet stools. Okay, guys, wrap it up. That's been another episode of Content Catch Up. Thank you for listening, everyone. It's been my pleasure and Jules' pleasure. We'll catch you next week. Anything else you want to say, Jules? Leave us with? Uh, nah. No? Nah? Well, don't nah. get COVID. Karaoke, if you get COVID because you're out of karaoke, then pretty much a lesson learned, I think. Don't do karaoke. Well, at least you lived your life a little bit, you know? 
Oh, no, nah, that's not worth it. I'd rather get <laughs> I'd rather get COVID <laughs> than be put on a karaoke stage. That's right. mate. You need to come to karaoke with me. But anyway, it's never happening. Goodbye. Thanks, listeners. Goodbye. Bye.